0: So that was Iron Maiden with "Can I Play with Mad- Mad- Madness?" Madness? Can I Play with Madness? Japanese Style from the album seven Son of Seven Son" released back in 1988. Kyou wa Today is Wednesday, August 19, 2015. This is Hosto Hinohara Chaki, and this is. Not the Metal Moment Podcast or the Japanese Metalhead Show. It's just another bonus on the dog days of podcasting. Today is day 15, where 21 individuals, including myself, challenge ourselves to podcast for 31 days. We passed the halfway there. Whoa, whoa, point yesterday. Uh, Today, I am going to be doing Beer of the Moment again, just because I... uh, of nothing else, really, so the simplest thing for me to do is to open my fridge, and uh, so I don't even know how many days ago, but on the weekend, uh, I went, uh, so when I go out on the weekend, uh, I like to go to different uh, markets, and when I go to different markets, the first place I will go is actually the meat section, the meat section, I'll see where they're getting their meats from, I'll see their cuts to see if there's anything interesting, and right after that, I would go to the beer section to see what kind of selection they have. And uh, so uh, when I went last time, uh, um, I purchased a uh, uh, Rogu beer. And uh, they have this uh, collaboration with a uh, sriracha sauce. So I got that. So I have that in the fridge. I have a Hitachi Red Rice Ale from Kyuchi Brewery in Ibaraki Prefecture, from Japan. It's my go-to uh beer i i i personally think it's uh one of the uh best beers in the world and um another beer that i have in the fridge uh, i got this about uh almost a month ago as a beer from Russian River Brewing Company in Santa Rosa California a um so Santa Rosa is about 90 miles north from pacific uh california and Pacifica, California is 12 miles away or south from San Francisco, location-wise. So you cross the Golden Gate Bridge, um, and then you drive for about an hour, uh, without traffic in Santa Rosa. Um, so Santa Rosa, um, I go there about four to five times a year, and that is where, um, the, the breeder for my dog's, uh, my lovely dogs, Ozzy and Sky—they're both miniature schnauzers. Uh, they're crazy. They're black colored, so be careful when you get the black colored miniature schnauzers. They're a little bit different than the typical uh, salt and pepper miniature schnauzers that you see um, on a regular basis. They have a, the black ones have a lot of uh, a lot of character. Uh, I think they're a little jumpy. Um a lot more jumpy. They're not calm, but um I love their character. So so basically our groom or the breeder that we got our dogs from, she is also a uh, she shows dogs and she also grooms uh dogs. And obviously because she shows miniature schnauzers, I think she's one of the best groomers for miniature the miniature schnauzer breed. So, uh, yeah, we go to Santa Rosa. It's like a day trip with the family, right? So I have my designated driver and I have my two dogs. So we drive out there. Um, we'll go on a Saturday and, uh, there's a couple of places that we stop by. Um, but we have about, so we get there by eight 30. We pick up the dogs around one 30. So we have about like what, four and a half hours to kill, So first thing I do is uh, I get a foot massage. Um, It's like an hour-long foot massage. Um, It's just one of the things that I started doing. Um, uh, So Aussie, my older one, is 11 years, so we've been doing this for 11 years. And then uh, there's two other stops. So um, I pick up my beer. I go to the Russian River Brewing Company. And after that, uh, we always stopped by this, Japanese restaurant called Hana. Um, Hana's like, um, it's right off the golf course by Roner Park. And, uh, it's, I think we started going there, uh, maybe eight years ago. I happened to, um, bump into it accidentally. I was like, oh, that looks like an authentic, uh, uh Japanese restaurant and they have a nice sushi bar there. They basically that's their specialty there. So I walk in there and uh yeah, half of the staffs um by looking, I mean I know they're like Japanese from Japan. So it's uh it's relatively it's a relatively small uh restaurant. There's about uh maybe ten employees that I could see, including um the sushi counter, the waitresses, uh, uh the um, busboy. I'm not really sure how many people they have in the kitchen, but uh, and then I, I and um, the, the first time I sat down there, I'm like, "Well, this is like pretty really authentic." I'm looking at the menu, and and I, was, I started talking to, to the. Uh, so I sat down at the counter, and I look at the sake menu. I'm just like, "Yeah, they they have a lot of sake here. Uh, it's pretty cool." I started talking, um, at, I always like to sit at counters when I go to restaurants and it's because, um, a lot of the times I go by myself to eat. It's, it's kind of a way, um, for me to relax. Um, and I like having conversations with the person that's on the other side of the counter. So sushi bar, uh, so I'm talking to a sushi guy. I'm like, Dude, I did not realize, because I'm like, there's a lot lot of things on the menu um, that I think is pretty rare for even the Bay Area. And he's like, yeah, a lot of things we get flown in from Japan and um, again, the U.S., I mean, the sushi that you're, the, the fresh sashimi that you are eating, it's been frozen once, okay? So they freeze it, they flash freeze it in Japan, and then they fly it over here and then they... And basically, serve so he's like, Well, we have a lot of specials that we just got this week, and it's directly from Japan. I was like, The best way to do it is, um, as long as you're at a restaurant where you know that they know what they're talking about, um, instead of like trying to figure out what you want to order, you just go, Omakase, Omakase means, Hey man, it's up to you, tell me what is good. And I and usually I'll start off with sashimi, kay? Sashimi is without the um, without the rice. When you have the rice, it's nigiri. Nigiri means to, uh, to, uh, nigiru means, uh, uh, Google Translate. Nigiru is to basically put the rice on the palm of your hands and you kind of gently, you know, mold it into the right shape and then you put the raw fish on. Sorry, that nigiri, you nigiru, all right. Let's go with the flow, all right. So you get the rice, you put uh, and you nigiri. All right, you got that. So that's what it means. So that's nigiri. So, but but I typically start off with uh, I grab a beer first, um, and then look at the menu while I'm doing drinking the beer. They have the Asahi from Japan. They have the keg, and then um, you know, kind of look around, ask questions, and like so, which one, which one do you recommend? So. And he'll tell me, uh, so what do you want to avoid? And I, I typically do avoid shellfish raw. It's just, I just, I don't enjoy it as much. I don't enjoy the muscle as much. And I'll just say, well, um, I like a lot of white meats. Um, and, and then he'll say, well, I recommend these. And I go, all right, so omakase style, let me get some sashimi. Uh, so I'll probably get three types of sashimi and uh, they'll serve it. Once or right before the sashimi comes, I will order sake. And they have their sake selection is pretty. It's again, sake is like wine. It's not like you could go to any place. Um, well, there's certain sakes that are staples at all Japanese restaurants. And the staple sakes are the ones that are imported uh, in, in masses. So it's like it comes in a little bottle. And there's nothing special, but the sake that you want to actually drink at Japanese restaurants are sakes that the owner of the Japanese restaurant imports from various parts of Japan. And typically it's from where he grew up. It's from the prefecture he grew up from. So you're like, okay, I like it dry. I like it spicy. I like it fruity. You kind of tell him, what you like. So for me I like really dry sake. I don't like to uh smell or taste like fruitiness. Uh for some reason I I mean it's 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 all preference, right? It's like wine. So I'll just tell them my preference and it's like, "Well, I recommend this one." And that's the one you go for. And if they keep on recommending you the sake that is the most expensive or close to the the top 90%, like if you look at the price, you know, you're at the wrong place because a lot of times what, if they really know what they're talking about and if they want you to enjoy, or if, if they're trying to really match with what you're explaining to them, a lot of times they're going to recommend something that's in between price or like even the cheaper one, he goes, you're going to enjoy this one right here. So, Okay, that's another way to kind of uh, dist- kind of figure out like which Japanese restaurant is really thinking about what you are describing, like what you are, uh, what type of flavor you are uh, you enjoy. Okay, so <laughs> just a little tip, and then um, I would order uh, whatever that fits, I guess, or what's recommended, and I'll get the sashimi, and that's how I typically start. Um eating at a Japanese restaurant that specializes in sashimi or sushi, right? With a sushi bar. So this Hanaploys, I guarantee you can you can trust them. And uh as and I was okay, long story short, okay, we gotta get to the beer. So I was like, well, you know, looking around, there's like half of the people are like Japanese from Japan, not American-born Japanese, but Japanese that actually live over here. And I'm like, well, I never realized that like Santa Rosa had this huge Japanese population. Uh, Looking at the people that were there, the guests, they're all Caucasians. And, uh, but you know, if you have this many Japanese uh, native workers, I'm like, there must be some type of, you know, gathering in Santa Rosa. It's like, so, so what is, what's up, man? Most of you guys are like Japanese. And they're like, all the Japanese from Japan in this area. Works here at Hana, I'm like, all right, so them and their family, so yeah, I guess Santa Rosa is a very small community for Japanese, and um but uh, I was surprised that this Hana restaurant kind of existed it's It's like, well, all right, it seems like you are this restaurant is here to serve like Japanese clients, right It's at the golf course. Um I don't you don't really see Japanese tours in Santa Rosa because it's not like a tourist place, right? So I was like, well, it's I'm I'm kinda all right. I'm kinda like I'm like, wow. <laughs> so that's enough of the Hana, but if so if you're ever in the uh area in Santa Rosa, just uh Google Hana. Um it's it's a Japanese restaurant by the golf course, Roner Park area. And uh, sit at the sushi counter and uh, just ask them for just tell them what you like, what you don't like, and then ask them for omakase, and they will give you something that's fresh. Let me take a real, uh, real quick sip. Uh, but before I take a sip, I should do this. But you know what? I'll, I'll save it for the uh, for the beer of the moment today. Uh, beer of the moment. Uh, so the next place, uh, or, or the other place that I will. Go when I'm in Santa Rosa, California, dropping off my dogs, killing time is Russian River Brewing Company, and the beer of the moment today is STS Pills. Never had it before. I'm just gonna I'm going to open it up for the first time. I am saving it for the special, special beer of the moment, I guess. Um, but it's my beer of the moment. It's stored in the beer of the moment section of my fridge. Okay. Um, So Russian River Brewing Company, I could tell you, over the 11 years that I've been going to Santa Rosa, until maybe four years ago, Um, they open at 11 a.m., okay? So actually, we would go, well, my designated driver and I would go there before going to Hana, right? So I get my massage, and walk over to the Russian River Brewing Company, sit at the bar, And, uh, they'll let you taste stuff because they have around 20 different, uh, beers that they brew on tap and it really changes around by season, which is cool. So, you know, let me try this. Let me try that. All right. Let me get a pint of this and let me buy a growler. I always take a growler home and and a growler is basically uh, this huge, uh, do you call it a jug? I don't know. It's, it's this huge bottle and, and I read the back of it. It's like basically 67.6 ounces, which is two liters. Um, so a pint is 16 ounces. So it's about four pint plus. Okay, that's how much a growler holds. And what they do is, though from you know, they'll basically fill up the growler for you. They'll close the top, okay, airtight, and you get to take it home. I mean, you buy the thing. So th- that was my um, that was my thing. I go there, taste some of the beers order a pint and then go, I want this one. Give me a growler. Okay. That's a growler. Pretty cool stuff. A uh, growler's a, uh, uh, don't quote me on this because it's been a while. Um, the last time I bought a growler was last year. It's $25. But if you take the empty growler back and when you buy a beer in that growler, I think it's 20 bucks. So it's basically $5 for the Growler itself and then twenty dollars for the beer, right? So four pints, a little bit over four pints. Yeah, but you know, five dollars per pint makes sense. So that's what I used to do, and then right around lunchtime we'd head to HANA. But in the past, I would say like three to four years, uh Russian River Brewery, their their um their one of their beers is it Pliny, the elder or the younger? Well their main one. Uh they won they won the is it the US or the world? Um I forgot, but they won the competition. And ever since then you have all these tours coming in. Um and so the Blaze opens at eleven AM. But by ten a.m. there's a line to go in. Okay. And you and you see people lining up from like, I was in line once because I had to. And since then I decided not to. Uh, but there's people from like LA, from Oregon, you know, in line saying, you know, I'm gonna buy a growler and I'm gonna drive home and I'm gonna enjoy this sucker. So it's become a place for beer enthusiasts, um um advocates uh to stop by to purchase this beer so there's no more of just walking in just sitting and kicking at the bar tasting some things they but thankfully they have two lines one line is for people to go in the bar to drink and the other line is to you basically purchase merchandise you can purchase a case of their um, pliny plenty the younger which is the one that i buy and then there's some special um beers it's seasonal but they they'll have it bottled up and it, you can still buy growlers but instead of the selection that they have at 20 it's limited to four so it's kind of like a hit or miss so me for me now i just go to the uh purchase line it takes about five minutes usually to get in and uh i buy a case of uh of Lainey, the uh elder and um is it the elder or the younger one or the other. One you can't buy because it only it's released like once a year in February, and uh, the other one it's 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 available year round. So the last time I was there, okay, I'll try to make this long story short. Um, they had uh the STS bills. And I I just checked their website today and STS Pills is no longer available in a bottle. Like for now, it's only available if you go there and sit at the bar and to drink. Um, So I'm like, well, maybe I got lucky when I was there about a month ago because they had it in the bottle and I just bought one bottle just because I didn't know what it tasted like. So that is, long story short, the beer of the moment for today. Again, Russian River Brewing Company. It's the STS Bills. Let me open the sucker up and let me do the review so we could do the usual. So <clears throat> all right, so here we go. Um this is again uh I'm just gonna read off the bottle. Um STS Bills, Sonoma County, California, Russian River Brewing Company. And uh, let me see. 510 milliliters so it's a 1.1.25 fluid ounce this was this was like six dollars basically and uh bottled july 14 2015 so i i bought it about a month ago so it should be still fresh It's nice and cold. Let me open it. Let me pour it. Unfortunately, I broke all my Russian River glasses. They are very thin and they keep on cracking on me. So I'm just going to put it in a regular wine glass. So here we go. Let me... With my Sapporo (laughs) bottle cap opener. all right it's it's really light i'm holding it uh so i have the computer monitor light it's it's light and it's cloudy let me let it s- uh, settle uh, the foam's not settling yet gotta hit the harmony line right the harmony line again is where the beer and where the foam meets um all right so let me let the beer breathe a little bit uh, so while I'm letting the beer breathe, um, I, uh, instead of just saying, oh, this tastes like this, I actually went to a site and it told me how beer is, uh, how people are supposed to grade beer. And uh, again, I don't know anything about this stuff. So it's called the a- ASTMO. Appearance, appearance, smell, taste, mouth, feel an overall evaluation and that's what i guess you're supposed to follow so let let me try to follow this um right let me just read a little data right so here we go so this is what they say on the russian river brewing company's website about this sts pills sts pills is a classic european style pilsner it is strong color and oftentimes with uh, oftentimes will have a slight haze due to the fact that it is unfiltered. Okay, exactly. I feel like we're like a professional now. That's exactly what I see. Um, STS Pils is a hop-forward pilsner with a mild malt foundation, strong lager yeast characteristics, and a dry bitter finish. So that's what it says on their website. And uh, availability is pub draft only, rotationing seasonal. So I guess I got lucky when I went about a month ago. They have it in this uh, this bottle. And here are the specs. Uh, I actually don't know what this means. Original gravity is 1.048 whatever that means. Alcohol by volume is 5.3, so it's not super light, it's, or it's not light, it's not heavy, it's just kind of in between. The color is blonde, yes, and the bitterness is medium, All right. So, let me take a real, uh, here we go, finally. If you are at Starbucks, yeah, you know what you could drink now? If you are at a bar, you are not listening to this show right now because you're checking out the chick beside you, but the chick beside you is checking out the guy across from you so you will not get lucky tonight. I'm sorry, but if you are on a train, Ropungi is your next stop, so don't miss your stop. However, if you're sitting in front of your computer with a nice cold brewski, or if you're listening through your Android device or your iPhone, or your not-so-sexy Apple Watch, you are at a safe place. So here we go. Comp chin chin, Chayo. Otskachan Bureau of the moment. Today is Russian River Brewing Company's STS pills. So ASTMO appearance. Yeah, it's 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 very light looking and it is hazy. It's cloud. There's a cloud. The foam, since I was talking so long, um, it's it started off with like maybe two fingers, right? Two fingers on the top. And the spine glass, and now it has reduced to one finger. So let me, let me top it off a little bit more because this bottle's a little bit over a pint. All right. So the foam is back. And this is when, if you have a beard, uh, he get life. This is where you get all the suds on your mustache. But since I don't have a mustache anymore, I don't have to worry about that. So the color I did S the smell, let me smell this sucker. I don't know it's some type of a green greenish smell. It's hard to describe. All right, so tea, the taste. All right, let me take a sip now. Come by After long days of work, what's got to jump. Oh, there, there's a lot of hop in this, in this, uh, in this Pilsner style. It just goes dr- direct to the throat. <clears> throat. All right. So the, okay. Uh, I jumped the gun. So the taste, it's a hoppy. Okay. Um, A-S-T-M-M for mouth feel. Let me take another sip again. Kanpai Chin Chin Chai a jump. It kind of skips the tongue and goes directly to your throat. So it's super refreshing. So the mouthfeel, it it actually skips the tongue and it goes directly to your throat. Take take another sip, just just some not missing out. Cause some beers, um, I've experienced like after the first pint, you're like, ah, yeah, not really sure. But when you when you start on the second pint, it actually starts tasting good. An example is uh Iron Maiden's Trooper beer, okay? That beer, like when I reviewed it um, late last year, it started off bad, okay? But I bought four bottles, and each bottle was uh, a pint and a half, I guess, 500 plus of milliliters. And uh, I'll tell you, that beer took a while. I think on my third pint or the third bottle, I started enjoying it, Um so again, some beers, you know, it's the first point is really not going to tell you the whole story. I think the tongue has to kind of like settle or maybe you're just getting drunk. Like by the third beer, maybe like you're getting a buzz and like, yeah, everything's starting to taste good. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is, but let me take another sip. Yeah, it's again, it's going, it's bypassing my tongue. Or what the people would say, my palate. I don't know. Yeah, that's what they call the tongue. All the snobs will say, oh, my palate. All right. Um, But it basically bypasses my tongue and it goes directly to my throat. It's grassy. Kind of. So uh, that's the mouthfeel. I guess that's what, I don't know what else to say. So at the end, it's A-S-T-M-O. So appearance, all right, smell, taste, mouth, feel, and now overall. So overall opinion. It's really carbonated. So it's really light carbonated. That's grassy. This beer is, if I had just uh, worked out or ran or swam, and just the first thing i would like to do with this beer is actually when i'm just drenching in uh in sweat just crack this sucker open pour it in this uh in this pint yeah it's carbonated cuz i'm burping excuse me yeah it's pretty carbonated this is a this is a really refreshing pilsner with a lot of hops okay it'll go directly to your throat the back of your throat um so i like it will this beer go with food um what kind of food the beer really doesn't sit on the tongue um or the palate or whatever goes directly to the throat so maybe if you're um I would drink this with fried caramari, uh, maybe fish and chips, um, fish and chips with balsamic vinegar. Okay. That'll be, that'll be a good match with this. Uh, caramari again, like I said, uh, fries, French fries. I like with something a little thicker, darker, I guess. So this will go with caramari or, uh, fish and chips. So, with, with more of a seafood type, with fried stuff. So, I hope, if you get a chance to go to Santa Rosa, California, if you are in San Francisco, after you cross the Golden Gate Bridge, it's only about, uh, without traffic, it's about 60 minutes north. With traffic, you're freaking screwed. It'll probably take you an hour and 40 minutes, Maybe but then again if you go on a weekend you're gonna to have to deal with the line and the way they let people in there in the brewery is when you go in the brewery with a huge line outside you're gonna you're gonna feel like man it's going to be freaking crowded no they want the people to enjoy themselves at the bar so when you walk in it's like there, it's really roomy it's not overcrowded it's because they really look at the people that are in there and as people leave they let people in so it's really controlled in that way so it's a very uh Atmosphere was, if you're willing to line up for a couple hours, probably I heard that people line up for like four hours on the weekends. Okay, because there's a lot of tourists, a lot of people from out of out of town coming just to drink there. But once you get in, it's very comfortable. Um, so my recommendation is don't go on a weekend, go on the weekday. All the locals will not be there on the weekend because it's not worth waiting in line. Okay but but if you are regular there you could just walk in without lining up and that's what my buddy told me so if you are around the area go on a weekday and enjoy the beers so that is my quick recommendation thank you for tuning in a super long show i live on metalwoman.com this is also you know how to check key twitter facebook instagram Everything is Metal Moment or everything is linked from MetalMoment.com. If you'd like to send a voice message, it's 70778 Metal. It's 70778-63825. Let your voice be heard, baby. The email is metalmoment at gmail.com. All right, we'll do it again next time. Tomorrow. Ashta Deva Chunagata. Saigo no Alright, one more sip. What's got it, John? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Ouch.